Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Gas Cast. Your boy Gabe, young Zach here, and we got another special guest. We on guest row, baby. Uh, it's my boy, young Kennedy. What it what's do, up, son? Man, what's good? What's up, uh, big Ken? How you feeling? Excited to be here, man. Talk some <laughs> shit with y'all. <laughs> yeah man yeah man you're looking good bro hold up bro what you what you repping on that cap bro what's hey, bro. that uh, <laughs> hey, bro, respect respect to the to the negro league teams man you know what i'm saying i gotta throw it back man the atlanta black crackers uh yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like it. around here so so uh yeah. do you have do you have at least nine percent ownership in this team yes i do yeah we're looking okay. to sign some okay. new players, man. If you want to come aboard, uh, as it says, the Black Crackers. So we take all kinds, man. So no, you, thank you, thank you. And Gabe want to come aboard, man. You can, uh, you can sign tomorrow. We ain't got, we ain't got many people playing for. I'll be water boy. Do we get a, do we get a signing bonus? Uh, yeah, you get a Black Cracker. That's what you get. <laughs> you get a spray painted Black Cracker. So have fun. Can't with wait. That. Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Um, well, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, today, we will be talking about some NFL improved and be improved and unimproved. I don't know. We're Very talking about improved. some NFL offenses and some defenses. We're going to talk some NFL. Um, first, off the top of your heads, three, two, one, go. Who was the most improved offense this offseason? Kennedy. Chicago Bears. The uh, Chicago Bears. Man, taking Justin Fields, moving up and taking Justin Fields at, well, I think it was 11. Um, I think that changed the entire franchise. I, I mean, they've already, they had the weapons around, around a mediocre quarterback already in Trubisky. And, I mean, Dalton's a vet that they brought in. So, I mean, it kind of gives them an insurance policy. Um, but, I mean, having Mooney, Robinson – uh, David Montgomery, young upcoming running back, um, improved offensive line. I mean, it's it's looking now looks look it's looking good for them right now. Uh, I'm I'm kind of excited to see where they go. I'm with that dude. Um, I appreciate you being nice to Mitchell Trubisky, calling him a mediocre. Bruh. Holy smoke, bro! Like that was such bruh. a compliment. That man is media. Hey, look, he. <laughs> Good luck to him with the Bills, man. Hopefully he can get it together, man, and, you know, be a quality backup in the league. But I think that's that's the ceiling right there. So, I mean, you know. done. 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 Hey, Zebo, Kenneth. Three, two, one. Y'all go. Bet, best uh, improved offense or best improved yes. team? Uh, we can go offense. We'll talk some teams in a second. All right. The Miami Dolphins. All right. <laughs> So everyone, everyone's freaking out about this this Tua dude, and he came in, came in a little injured, had no off season, basically had virtual off season, coming off a crazy hip injury, and then he has no weapons. And one thing Tua does is throw to guys who get open. No one on our team can get open. So what do they do? They sign Will Fuller. They get Preston Williams back from injury. They draft his teammate Jalen Waddle. And they bring in another pass-catching tight end. I feel like they're going all in on Tua. They're seeing if he's got it. And I think he does. I think I think they are – they were a very average, 
best offense last year, and I think they'll be at least above average this year. Okay, solid, solid. I like, I do like the picks. I don't like that you would say that they're in our division. I don't need them to be any better than they already were. Um, but we show, we'll see what happens. Uh, my pick for most improved offense. Hmm, I think I will go with. Hmm, honestly, I don't know. Y'all had y'all had probably the best two picks. I could look at like teams that are getting some guys back from injury. I could say maybe even the Falcons. Like the Falcons, mostly they're getting the tight end. They got uh, Kyle Pitts in the draft, but like they they'll be getting back uh, Julio Jones from injury. Um, one could even say the Bengals. They got a stud raw receiver and oh, Jamar Chase. Like <laughs> man, cold as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe even you could look at uh, possibly even the Rams. The Rams yep. getting Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. and being an integral piece. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, so, uh, yeah, one of those three. Yeah, that, that I, would, would be, I think y'all chose the best two, though. Y'all chose the best two offenses. Yep. If, I had a, if I had a second team, it would definitely be the Rams. Because, like, whatever you can do with Jared Goff is just, just going to be amplified when you have, like, a half-decent quarterback out there and then – you have Matt Stafford who can actually throw it deep. So he's one of the most underrated, man. I hate it. I hate that the Lions pissed away his talent for the last, <laughs> you know, eight, nine years of his career, man. Cause I mean, could you imagine the Rams like Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, like five years ago, right? Like, don't get me wrong. He's still, I mean, I'd, I'd still put him, you know, top five, you know, borderline top three quarterbacks in the league like he's that talented like he's got he's got that kind of talent man i'm telling you zach's looking to be crazy right now man he's got that kind yeah, of you talent said, bro. you said top man five, top said three. top five top no, three that's he's, dude he's got that kind of talent man i think i think right. matt stafford i think we see this year that like matt stafford is is for real like we've seen it you know when he had megatron and he had a halfway decent you know halfway decent weapons around him in detroit but now, I mean, you go down the list, man. Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods, I mean, Cam Akers, even, I mean, Tyler Higby, he's all right. But, I mean, like, just going down the list of weapons, man. They brought in, brought in Deshaun Jackson, drafted exactly. 2-2 Atwell. Yep, Van Jefferson's still there. You know my boy Van Jefferson, he's, he's still, still there. He Van still stinks. Yeah, he still stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, man, they got, they got a plethora of weapons that they can – they can use at their disposal. And then, you know, Sean McVay calling the shots. Um, you know, he was giving he was giving Jared Goff all the test answers, man. But uh Jared Goff feel like isn't really that great of a student of the game. So, you know, with Matt Stafford, he's smart quarterback, vet. I think I think it's gonna be, I mean, bombs away for the Rams here soon. Okay. Speaking of Jared Goff, we're about to find out if he like is average or he's like the worst quarterback in the league. Because he's getting thrown into the Detroit Lions, who have nobody. Mm-hmm. They have no one. I don't. I don't know who their wide receiver one is, and I. I don't even. I don't even like. There's not even. There's not even a wide receiver one. There's like four humans that could like <laughs> catch the ball, but like that's it. Like I don't know. Yeah. He's gonna look bad, but kudos mm-hmm. to Sean McVay for getting by with Jared Goff and getting to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff because that. That's an accomplishment. I'm I'm interested to see kind of where uh, where the Lions 
what direction they're kind of going in. I mean, they, they got that improved offensive line now, Penesul. Um, I think that was, I mean, you know, Dan Campbell taking him um, at the start of his new regime, you know, biting off kneecaps and doing all biting that. All, thank biting you. kneecaps, you know, taking punches in the nose. I mean, that's that's a Dan Campbell kind of pick. I mean, you really can't go wrong with a blue chip offensive line for your first pick in a new regime. So, like, um, but, I mean, they got who? Rashad Perriman, a bunch of a bunch of maybe Tyrell Williams, essential guy. Yeah, right. Tyre, uh, Tyrell Williams coming off injury. Um, Rashad Perriman, who's had a you know decent seasons, kind of had a resurgence of his career. Um, you know, a, along a couple of different teams, Baltimore, uh, the Browns, uh, what uh, the Bucks. So I mean, he's he's I'd say he's a decent. I, I mean, on any other team, I think he's a uh, a three, but uh, I mean, on the lines, we'll see if he has to step up. They drafted Amon Ross St. Brown um, from USC. Man, he's he's interesting. I mean, he's about what six one. He's not. He's uh, he's actually got a brother in the league who plays for uh, the Packers. He's not like his brother, not you know huge huge size or anything like that. But I think he runs better routes. Um, I think he's he's a 50-50 ball kind of receiver. He can go up and get it. Um, so I think, you know, he's an interesting kind of young prospect that they have there. Uh, Quintez Cephas played last year, did decent, was more of a number three. But uh, he, I mean, he's really not, he's really not the best. So there's a lot of just bodies there, man. I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird time in Detroit. Okay. Speaking of Dan Campbell, did y'all see the newest report? I did not. So if you don't, if y'all don't know about Dan Campbell, this dude is, the most juiced up football head I've ever seen. His interviews are hilarious. His press mm-hmm. conference, he's talking about biting off kneecaps. He's going crazy. This dude said he wants to have a pet lion that he keeps on a leash at the games. Like he's coaching. Right. He, has, he has a dog <laughs> leash and a pet lion. And he said, <laughs> if we win a Super Bowl, I'll feed the lion my arm. This mm. dude wants to win more than anything. <laughs> And I feel so bad because they're going to run the ball up the middle and it's not going to work. And the Lions are going to stink, but mm. their coach is awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what you need. Some good leadership to get the guys fired up. And I mean, I guess yep. that's where it starts, dude. I mean, if yep. you have a guy that guys want to play for, then that's, yep. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that unless you actually like suck with the X's and O's. But, and we've seen yeah. that before too. We got right, right guys and they just don't know anything else. Well, well we got like Anthony Lynn as the offense coordinator now. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. But this is the guy who was in Miami saying, hey, we're going to run Oklahoma drills every day. So, like, yes, people are going to want to play for him like in the offseason, but like let week seven hit and they're 0 6. Yeah. And he's yelled at them to start do some shit. They're gonna be like, all right, like I, I can't I can't work this hard for this. Yep. So we could we could be in a situation. All right, question for both of y'all. Who has a who wins more games, Detroit Lions or the Houston Texans? Ooh, Gabe, I'll let you get that one first. Uh, oh uh if Deshaun Watson's playing, Houston. If Deshaun Watson is not playing, gotta be the Lions. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't even know how either team. I, can we have two zero and sixteen teams in the, I, in the, in the same? Well, well <laughs> hey, no. There's a there's a whole another thing, man. 
You can go 0 and 7, 0 and 17. Now. Oh yeah, you're right. We're, we're gonna, we are going to see the first 0 and 17 team, in my opinion, because the Houston Texans, if Tyrod Taylor is their starting quarterback, yeah, it 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 could be a problem. Mm-hmm. And they don't have I, anything. And, and by could, I mean will, like, because there's nothing there. Like they nothing. they drafted, they draft another quarterback. And Davis like, Mills, yeah, Davis Mills. They're just they're done. I mean, like, you're, you're going to have Brandon Cooks as your wide receiver one mm-hmm. and David Johnson as your RB one and Tyrod Taylor. You mean DeAndre Hopkins? This no, is all, no all geriatric team right now. <laughs> like, that is – that's pathetic. And they're, yeah. like, they're bringing in – like, they're bringing in veteran running backs. They're shipping out their good players. I'm just like – Yeah, man. This is – they had no draft picks. Like, actually had, like – two draft picks like did nothing like i it is what it is but hey Kennedy, i cannot wait to, i cannot better, wait to play them twice who will have so a fun. better defense the who, lions yeah. or the texans who will have a better defense the line or the tech lines of the texans i am going to have to go with the lions on this one as much as i hate to say it i think as bad of a year as Jeff Akuda had last year, I think – I mean, he can't go anywhere but up. I mean, he's – that year last year, he was getting cooked. I'm talking about absolutely railed last year. Bro. Like that, it was crazy. Oh. Um, no, but uh, I think the Lions I, I definitely have a better – I don't think I can name one player other than Justin Reed on the Houston Texans defense who's actually yeah. notable. Like, oh, they don't have gone, Jadeveon's climbed, like – there is no Zach Cunningham. Did Zach Cunningham get traded? I'm pretty sure he got traded. Did he not? Or is he still there? Zach Cunningham. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Bernard McKinney's gone. So there's there's like so many there's so many face there's just so many nobodies there that you don't even I don't know what they're gonna do. That that defense is gonna be Swiss cheese and that offense, man. I mean, they are just playing with a hodgepodge of running old running backs, old and I guess undervalued running backs in a sense. Um, I mean, Tyrod Taylor at quarterback, like like you said, Zach. Tyrod Taylor. Uh, hopefully, the doctor doesn't pierce his fucking lug again. We'll we'll see. We will see. But uh, look, all I know is whoever the backup for Houston is behind Tyrod Taylor is like, yes, yes. I'm gonna be good. Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever like, Tyrod yes, Taylor starts, if the backup comes in, that man ain't cold, bro. Yes, I don't know who it is, but that man gonna be no, nice. No, bro. bro. So. Dude, Davis Mills. If if Davis Mills is that guy, if he's the second quarterback, I wouldn't want nice, Tyrod bro. Taylor to get. I know I would not want Tyrod <laughs> to get out because you're gonna look so bad and you're never gonna get another chance. Like maybe this guy develops into something. I have no clue. But if you go out there with the Houston Texans, you're gonna look bad. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna look bad. And the Detroit Lions weren't that bad at defense last year. Like they weren't good, but they yeah. weren't like right. that. Wasn't their their falling? Like they, they had their offense was terrible. Matt Stafford was hurt most of the year. Kenny Galladay was like half injured, just not playing. Mm-hmm. Like not nothing went right for him. But their defense isn't just awful. But Houston, I mean, they're not even they're not trying to win. Like mm-hmm. they're not trying to build a culture. They're not trying to do anything. Detroit, hey, a, a rah rah guy is going to help your defense more than your offense. Right. Like your defense is going to want to play for him at least. But the offense, I don't know. But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna play with effort. They brought in a, they brought in a lot of former players. They they got some going. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, the Lions are the Lions are an interesting case, man. They like like I said, they made some moves to like make me at least have some hope that they're looking in the right direction to take their franchise. The Houston Texans, I don't know what they're like. It's basically a waiting game to see what happens with Deshaun because I mean, there's a real possibility now with everything saying you know the cases are being settled civilly and everything like that. Um, I there's a there's a possibility he comes back and plays this season. Like I don't know now. I don't know yeah. if he's going to hand down a suspension or anything over you know a couple civil suits but that's just we'll have to wait and see on that but I think the fate of the Houston Texans uh rest in Deshaun Watson's hands and I mean he's already obviously openly expressed he wants out and uh I mean with everything that's going on I think how the team has kind of ostracized him in the media now with all the allegations that have come out against him I think he's really gonna want out now so man I don't see any I really don't see any direction with the Houston, Texas. I mean, they made a couple picks that were, like like you said, questionable, like Davis Mills. Like, it's kind of like, eh, okay, like kind of project, you know, day three QB. Yep. Um, Nico Collins from Michigan, receiver. Uh, he's, you know, kind of a toolsy, bigger receiver. He's okay, but not really anything, not really anything great. Like, the only bright spot on that offense right now is Brandon Cooks. That's yep. and, and you know that's that's and he's about not it. that bright. That's what I'm. But that's the only one, like right. a receiver who could be who could possibly be you know decent or serviceable is Brandon Cooks. Other than that, there's nothing there. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I just I just think they're waiting. They're gonna wait and see what happens by Deshaun Watson. And the second he's back, I think they're gonna trade him. Like, I think they've had all this time to say, hey, like, our team stinks. Mm-hmm. And they saw how the draft go. Then they didn't end up with any free agents that are going to help them win. And there's still teams that are trading for them. Like, I look at a team like the Eagles. They don't seem fully committed to Jalen Hurts. They were trying to move up. They're trying to get a bunch of other guys. See if you can get, I don't know, two or three draft picks and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Go do something like that and – you have, a, like, a, a project quarterback who you can work on. You just draft the receiver. You can play them together. You can see how it goes and see because your team's going to be so bad anyway that you're going to get a top pick, which you didn't have last year because Miami had it. So, to see what you can do. But even that team with Deshaun Watson, that team's not winning more than five games. So, mm-hmm. is there any point of having him if he wants out anyway? I don't uh, see it. I really don't. Facts. Um, <clears throat> let me get a QB comparison. Second year QBs, Herbert versus Burrow. Herbert, he got an offensive lineman in this draft in the first round. Uh, he had an explosive year last year. Uh, do he does he continue on that trend versus a Joe Burrow who gets another weapon this year? Who y'all got? Who has the better year? I'll take it. I'll take it first. Uh, man, I, I think, I think the Bengals are going to be scary this year. I think, I think Burrow has the better year. And I only say that because Jamar Chase is a generational prospect. They got T Higgins on the other side. I mean, that receiving core is (laughs) now one of the best in the league. Like Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, who's a, who's a really, really solid two on any other team. Maybe, I mean, I won't, I won't put him in the one spot just because we've never seen him in that role. But, I mean, he is as solid as they come in the slot. And then T. Higgins, who had 
uh, I mean, kind of overshadowed by, you know, Jefferson and, and those guys like that. But um, he had a really, like, sneaky good year last year. Like, he was, you know, and he was the alpha. Like, A.J. Green wasn't really a factor. Like, he was getting – he was seeing the best of the best. And now he's going to see number two cornerbacks – and Jamar Chase is going to see the ones, and Tyler Board is going to see your number three. If Tyler Board is seeing your number three corner, you're in trouble. You better have one of the best secondaries in football if that's if that's the case. So I think and Joe Burrow, man, he's I mean he he's Drew he's he's Drew Brees. Like he is he is accurate. He is mobile enough to make plays. Um, he's toolsy he's got man he's his instincts are off the charts like he can make every throw I mean he's just I think I think he's great now don't get me wrong Justin Herbert in his own right man he's got a rocket for an arm he's he's awesome but I mean he's got a couple aging a couple aging weapons they fortified that offensive line as well um with Rashawn Slater but um you know Keenan Allen's getting a little bit older don't get me wrong he's still a great receiver Mike Williams is kind of always hurt they got Josh Palmer there now uh, kind of a good project kind of guy can kind of run every every route in the route tree from Tennessee, um, but I think I think man that Cincinnati Bengals offense is about to it's about to really really like shock the league. It's young and it's upcoming, and I mean they got all the pieces in place, revamped offensive line as well. Like man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun in uh, in Cincinnati this year. Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll take Herbert okay. because you've got. You've got a guy coming off an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. He tore like three ligaments. And yes, they did draft a, a offensive lineman in the second round, but they didn't draft one in the first round. Yes, they got a receiver. Go for it. The offensive line sucked. Mm-hmm. The offensive line last year was terrible. I know they had a first round pick who didn't play, but another offensive lineman coming off injury, I don't know. I don't know how good the second round guy is. I, this draft class was, it seemed like there was two studs. And then there was a bunch of other guys. Now, there's, there's a lot of depth in the draft, but not, not anything elite. And then you got the Chargers. The Chargers drafted the second offensive lineman, and they kept all their weapons. They get Austin Eckler back. They get rid of their coach, and their defense is going to be better. So I don't think they're going to have to just throw it crazy amount of times. Him and Keenan Allen work is going to have a whole offseason to work. I mean, he was thrown in. He was legit thrown into a game he wasn't even prepared for. He did great. So, like, when I see that, I'm like, all right, I see that coming. Burrow coming off an injury, which he's not, like, a running quarterback, but he's mobile. Like, he's very mobile. And those first games back, I don't know, coming off a torn ACL, it's kind of scary. And you don't protect them. Maybe maybe Burrow has more passing yards, but I, I think Herbert will be more efficient. I think the team will be better. And I think I think he's just going to be what he was last year, a little more efficient. Yeah. And Burrow, Burrow's going to be great. If you looked at Burrow's numbers last year, it was kind of like he had two games against the Browns where he threw it like sixty times. He went crazy. The other games, not so much. Now that's not like nothing against Burrow. I mean that the roster stinks. But how much better did the roster get? Yes, they got a stud wide receiver. But what does that do? Like, what does that do if the rest the rest of your roster sucks? I don't know. Yeah, I think mostly the issue would be, um, I mean, obviously all the things that you guys said, um, but I think Burrow is definitely in a harder conference, which is crazy to say whenever I, I know, Herbert is in a conference with 
Pat yeah. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, that AFC North oh. is different. Yeah. Especially it, uh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Their especially defenses? defensively. Oh my yeah. god. Like, cause I like my whenever we talk about defense, my first answer is gonna be the Browns. And mm-hmm. the Browns were like they're the third best defense in that conference, like typically. So like mm-hmm. that's 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 six games. That's six games where Burrow is going up against probably a top eight defense. So yeah, like good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think everything you said, Zach, I I, I cannot argue with that take at all. I think uh, you know, with Austin Eckler and everybody kind of coming back, um, I think Herbert's gonna have, like I said, have a pretty damn good year. The only thing I worry about is new head coach in town. You don't know how what offense he's running. I mean, honestly, now Anthony Lynn didn't know how to manage a game for shit. But I mean, his my he God. Was, he was calling. I mean, bro. I mean, can we argue about it, bro? Like he was. No, no. You absolutely spot on. That was probably the worst game management from a head coach I've ever seen in my life. But um, yeah, man. That that Brandon Staley. I mean, he's a more kind of a defensive minded coach. Uh, so I I worry about that. Uh, kind of being in, Justin Herbert being integrated into a new system and everything like that. Like my argument for Burrow is just like. Dude, those weapons are just ridiculous. Like, even with even with the the Steelers, the Browns, um, the Ravens, like, dude, like I said, your number three corner is going up against Tyler Boyd. Your number two is going up against, you know, T. Higgins, and your one is going up against Jamar Chase. Like, I mean, take your pig, man. Like, pick your poison. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. They get CJ who's on back. Like, I don't really know how great he is, but like. He could also be a weapon. Like he got injured last year, um, and like I also, said, man, they brought in they brought in another one of his teammates. They brought in Thaddeus Moss, but I don't know if he's going to be good. But like he played with him at LSU, right. and right, and looked really good there. Yeah, yeah, the chemistry could Damn. be there. That's what I'm saying, man. So, like, they're in a, they're in a weird spot, but I think I think Burrow, he's just he's just different. Like he's just dude, different. Bengals. Do they have the best receiving core in the AFC North? In AFC North, yeah, um, I mean, you're. I mean, I'd say it's, it's better. It's better than Baltimore. It, yeah, it depends. Baltimore. Probably it depends on the Steelers. It just depends on what you mean. Like what we we think we know, and we probably do know what Jamar Chase is, but he is a rookie, yeah. so we don't like. We're not a hundred percent sure, but. I mean, then, then again, we don't really know what Deontay Johnson is. We kind of know what Claypool is. You know what? So you know what Schmitz, yeah. Schmitz Schuster is. Yeah, we know what Juju is. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. But I mean, the Jarvis, Jar, Jarvis, and OBJ, Peoples Jones. Uh, yeah, I think right. I think I think you'd have to go Browns just just based on the fact that like we've seen OBJ be great. And then when he's not great, still be solid. And Jarvis is solid. Like I don't, I don't know if T. Higgins has proven he's that much better than Jarvis Landry. And I mean, Jamar hasn't proven he's better than OBJ yet. Now he may week two, week mm-hmm. two we may say clearly that that one's better. But right now, I'd I'd go second probably. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh, his teammate Justin Jefferson, who had the best rookie year since, uh, <laughs> I mean, what is it, Randy Moss for the Vikings, like. Since him. Best rookie year ever. Yeah. 
best rookie yeah. basically ever. Um, I think I personally think Jamar. I mean, you go back and look at the stats. Like Jamar was the one. He on was better. Yeah, he was. He was better. clearly better. And I think Justin Jefferson is a clone of OB. I think he's an OBJ clone. I mean, he moves, runs routes like OBJ, trained with OBJ in the offseason. Like, they are clones of each other. I think he's yeah. basically a young OB, OBJ reincarnated on the on the Vikings. And I think Jamar Chase is better than him. That's why I would, that's why I would go with the Bengals yeah. for having the best risk. I know he's unproven. Like you said, he could go week two and, I mean, he'd go off for, you know, 150 and three tugs if he, you know, if if we see that, then we'll know. But, yeah. and I think T. Higgins on the outside, man, like, don't get me wrong, I love, I love Jarvis. Jarvis has been one of the most, like, underrated receivers in this league since his days with the Dolphins. Like, dude, he's, I mean, he's a 90, you know, 95, 100, 100 catch guy a year, and he just doesn't get the respect, you know, he deserves in this league. But, I mean, T. Higgins – so what six four runs like a like a four 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 a sub four four or not sub four four sub four five like he I mean he can run every route in the route tree like he's he can catch 50 50 balls like he is he's different man and then the thing about it is and it comes down to the three as well I keep bringing up Tyler Boyd man but like Tyler Boyd is just like I mean he is he's a two on any other team and I don't know if Peoples Jones or uh Rashard Higgins can compete with that Here's here, here's what I would say because their number three is probably Kareem Hunt as a pass catcher. Yeah, yeah, okay, I could see, yeah, I could see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, I could see. And they from. have, and they have, uh, they have Austin Hooper. They got, they have, they they don't have Njoku anymore. He he left, didn't he? No, nah, he's still they did, there. They did. They don't really utilize him like they like they used to. So I mean, but I mean, the Bengals also have Joe Mixon in the back, like. I know Joe Mixon. If they throw him the ball. Yeah, I know Joe Mixon's been a disappointment these past couple of years. So mad. Yeah, he's 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 a tough eval, man. I just I I just can't get over how talented I think he is. The idea of him is better than the actual production. Like you see all the measurables and like the stuff he like the really really good parts of him, and then you he's just hurt and fucking just oh man it. It's kind of a roller coaster with Joe Mixon. So I go with the Bengals, though, as far as receiving for. That's my final answer. I will say the Ravens have receivers now. Like they bring yeah. in, they bring in Rashad Bateman, they bring in Tylen Wallace, they keep Marquise Hollywood Brown, they bring in Sammy Watkins. Like their receivers last year were trash. Now I'm not saying Lamar can can throw it to him, but Bateman. Before the draft, he was my he was my second favorite wide receiver. Like it, it was, it was Jamar Chase, and then it was Bateman. And a lot of people had that. I know a lot of people love uh, Devontae Smith, love Jalen Waddle. I, I like Bateman. Yeah. And if he had gone anywhere else, I'd be like, he's gonna have a crazy year. But they're probably not gonna throw it. Tylen Wallace, he was supposed to be like a third round draft pick. He slipped to the fifth, and they got him. And they picked up Sammy Watkins, who, you know, I I don't know anymore. But whenever he was on the field with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. He was useful. Like Mahomes used him, or he was used as a field stretcher that they had to worry about everyone else. So, mm-hmm. like they they got some coming. It's just they have a running back as a quarterback, so it's it's a whole different animal. Sammy Watkins will have a two hundred yard game in the first game of the year and disappear for the rest of yeah. the year, like yeah, he does every year. He'll have a he'll have a two hundred yard game with like four touchdowns, twelve catches. And that'll be his year. And then we'll, and it, we'll see. 
650 Sammy, yards over under Sammy Watkins. Is hold on. I'm gonna ask this question. Under, uh, under, under, question, under. How much? How much do we think now? Uh, is Mark Andrews utilized in that offense now that they have weapons on the outside? Um, they've got Dobbins in the backfield and Gus Edwards. I mean that that two headed monster right there. That rushing attack is scary. Like, it is nasty. I mean, with Lamar, with that's yeah. what I'm saying. With Lamar, to, obviously, that yeah, is nasty. Like Gus yeah. Edwards, young, one of the most underrated backs in the league. He, dude, he runs through so many tackles and gets so many yards after contact. J.K. Dobbins, I mean, he, you see, saw what he could do last year when he finally, you know, when he got the full workload that he deserved. Um, and then Lamar speaks for himself. I mean, one of the most athletically gifted QBs that we've ever seen. I mean, I think, dude, I, I don't know, man. That offense, that offense is going to be scary. But like I said, what do y'all think about how much is Mark Andrews utilized in that offense now? Same amount. Yeah, I think it's pretty similar. They okay. they used him basically for red zones and then just like who he threw to when he wanted to pass. Like I think they yeah. want to pass more. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, if you look at their schedule, they they have one of the toughest schedules, which means they can't just stop. They can't their defense can't just eliminate other people's offense like they did last year. Sometimes they're gonna have to score. They're gonna have to get back to what they were scoring. And when they were scoring a lot, Mark Andrews was getting plenty of targets, plenty of catches, plenty of touchdowns. Yeah. Uh I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go under on the Sammy Watkins figure. What do you think, Abe? Um, definitely under. I mean, will Lamar Jackson throw for four thousand yards? No. Yeah, I I think he'll probably be at like thirty eight, maybe, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. We do we do have to factor in there is an extra game. Now I don't know if oh, like, he's yeah, gonna play true, it. True. But yeah, all, all all our stats are gonna be a little messed up. It's gonna be weird just to yeah. like because like we have like these baselines, like a thousand yard receiver is good. But like is a thousand yard receiver good if he plays all 17 games? I don't know, you know? Right. Yeah. That's what about yeah. 50, 60 yards of a game or so around there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it depends on depends on position and stuff. But, yeah, like, a a typical – a good year, like a really good year is like 12, 1,300 yards. Yeah. But, like, if he plays all all the games, like, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see – we're going to see a bunch of records broken, at least by wide receivers. Running backs, maybe not, just because you don't see a running back play all mm-hmm. the games anyway. Like, there was, like, three running backs who played all 16 games last year. Right. So I don't think those stats are going to go crazy, but wide receivers, we could we could see someone get I don't know eighteen hundred yards, and you'd be like, is, "How did that happen?" Is Bateman the one day? Is he the receiver one day one off the rip? Do what he like? He gets the most targets. Yeah. Does he? Does Lamar look at him the most now? Over, I mean, even including Andrews, because I technically consider Andrews a receiver yeah. because he's the most utilized he's been the most utilized weapon does Rashad Bateman become the alpha receiver that you think he's going to be do you think he the figure does he go over does he go over 900 yards in that offense his first year I do not think Rashad Bateman gets 900 yards I I think he could be the number one target he get the most passes thrown to him I don't think he. I don't think he goes has a crazy rookie year. I think he has a solid rookie year. I think like, I think Bateman, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, those three guys 
are going to be just kind of three-way split the targets. Like Bateman may have a little more than both those guys. Like if it's like, all right, Bateman gets six targets a game, Hollywood Brown gets five, Mark Andrews gets five or six. Like I think that's what we're looking at because you're just not going to see him throw a ton. Mm-hmm. And he'll sprinkle in some to Tylen Wallace, some to Sammy Watkins, some to if they play more two tight end sets, some to JK. Yep. And then the rest is just them running the ball. Yep. Gabe, yeah, what do you think? Um, I think that the number one option will be the run game, obviously. Yeah. But um, as far as receivers go, I think Lamar is most comfortable with, um, with Aaron Andrews. Mark uh, Aaron, yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah, Aaron Andrews. Oh, real, I'd be real oh, comfortable with Aaron Andrews. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> you see where my head was at. We, we all know. had the same thought real fucking quick. Yeah. yeah uh, no, he's most comfortable with Mark Andrews. Will he be able to spread the ball out? The thing is, we talked about it last year with, with Lamar. He didn't have as many interceptions because he literally was not throwing the ball near his receivers. Yeah. And okay. so will he be able to get the ball to his receivers? That that is the question for him. Hey, Kennedy. We say we, we we've been saying all these good things about Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews last year, that's 700 receiving yards. And the year before that, when he broke out and the offense broke out, he had 842 yards. So like that's yeah. a ton for that offense yeah so for a rookie to come in and get 900 yeah I just yeah I which just, is insane because I, I think you that looked guy's at, really talented I think Bateman's yeah. really talented that's why I, that's why I asked that question because he he's he profiles as like a as a do-it-all kind of guy like he's he's kind of he's honestly kind of special like dude he's kind of got every yeah. attribute you want you want in a receiver like he was high for me too like I had him over Waddle myself so now I think Devontae Smith is better than him, is a more refined prospect than him coming out. But, like, he is – Rashad Bateman, I think, can be an alpha in this league and go up against some of the top corners. Okay, here's what I'll say. I'll take – I'll take uh, – I'll take Jamar Chase has at least 400 more receiving yards than Rashad Bateman. Yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> I'd take that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I take that. He, he's – Jamar's going to be – like I said, Jamar's going to be – I think he's going to be a beast. Yeah. Yeah, I think – If he's good. not, what are we going to think? Because, like, we look at it and we say, this dude was clearly the one on LSU's offense with Justin Jefferson. So, he got the one corner and he put up the one numbers. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson puts up 1,400 yards against the second-best corner – on every team and then halfway through the year he's been guarded by the best corner and he goes crazy he breaks randy moss's record mm-hmm. what happens if jamar is not that great like the probability is not injury? that high jamar's well, uh yeah he set out he set out the year was it an injury or was it a set out. thing no, he, he just did. chose he just set out he opted he opted out Smart he man. chose set out because <laughs> he knew Smart he was man. a top five pick from from one season because yeah. he was that good, and then they're like, "All right, yeah, you're gonna lose your quarterback, lose your running back, lose your other two receivers, lose lose your offensive line, lose your defense." Yeah, fuck that. I'm good. I want to. I want a championship. Right. I'm good. But like, what what could we say? Because we've seen 
like Clyde Edwards Alaire, maybe not go into what he was. So like, what if Justin Jefferson was the better receiver? Like, how do we how do we evaluate that? Man, I mean that's a good question. I mean, I I look at it. He has a lot to live up to. Here, I was about to say, man, that's I mean, like that's a lot. Like that season was special. I mean, and it looked easy. Like it didn't look like Justin Jefferson was yeah. really breaking a sweat going to get some of the top corners in football. I mean, he cooked some guys that I was like, good lord. Like, I mean, he that game he had against his kind of breakout game when he had that catch against Malcolm Butler and was just like abusing that man. Who is yeah. I mean, and Malcolm Butler's like not a like at one point he was a one. Like yeah. he was a man was I man was I. He was, he said, he was like, he was like, yeah. He supposedly, because he was benched in the Super Bowl, is supposedly the reason why they lost to the Eagles. So, yeah. He had to be something. So, I mean, and he was, I mean, he was, for a rookie to go out there and absolutely abuse him like that, that was like eye opening for me. But Jamar, man, um, I don't know what to, th- I mean, the draft capital is just ridiculous. They spent what? What was it? Four? Fifth pick. Fifth pick? Fifth pick, yeah. So, I mean, if he doesn't come out and, and put up at least 1,000, I think there's going to be – I mean, I think it's unwarranted that he has some – I think it's unwarranted that he has questions if he doesn't put up um, 1,000 yards. But there, there will be those questions like, how oh, do we spend too much draft capital on him? Like, did we take the wrong picture? Did we have taken Panay? Because, you know, that was the discussion. Like, is it Panay Sewell or yeah. is it Jamar Chase? So, I, I think – I, but I think I don't think that's even going to be the case. I think Jamar has close to, if not a better rookie year. That's a hot take, but like I think he has a, I think he has an amazing year as well. So uh, you were talking about Jefferson. I just wanted to talk about kind of the NFC North um, in general. So what are we thinking about this Aaron Rodgers situation? Like what is what is going on in Green Bay? Like kind of tell me y'all's thoughts on like. Is Aaron Rodgers completely done? Do y'all think he's out? And possible landing spots, if uh, if y'all would. Dude, he's I, too good to retire, but he might he might be prideful and go ahead and retire. Um, if he plays, they're the best team in the NFC North. If he doesn't play, they're the second worst team in the NFC North. Oh, they'll still be better than the, than the Lions. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I have no question. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, man, uh, if he does go somewhere, it would have to be a team with a lot of trade value that they could throw back at him. Um, There are more than a handful of teams that could do that. I'm assuming that they would not trade him to anyone in the NFC. So, of course, the Broncos, they were the the name that people were throwing at, especially with them not drafting a quarterback in the draft, taking a corner instead. We were thinking maybe it would be the Broncos. Um, I think any team, any team with a quarterback and some picks and something else to throw at them, because I'm, I'm sure, I mean, they do have uh, love, but, I mean, we've been yeah. hearing that he's not ready to start. So, scary. What, whatever they do, it's going to have to have a lot of a lot of capital. I don't know. What are you thinking, Zipo? I think he's back. Like, I, I don't know why. I just have mm-hmm. this feeling that, some of this is just kind of bullshit, and Aaron Rodgers is pissed. He wants a little more power, and I think they give him a three- or four-year extension 
worth a shit ton of money. And he says, all right, I'm cool. I'm back. We're all good. That's just how I view it. Best land, like obviously the obvious landing spot. He basically said he would want to go to the Broncos or the Raiders. Those are the two spots that make a lot of sense. Um, I could see John Gruden, Gruden obviously wanting a quarterback like that. And then the Broncos, they've just been searching for one. I mean, but maybe a team no one's talking about because they traded for a quarterback. How about how about how about the Panthers? Panthers have all the weapons. They have kind of a win now team with a shitty quarterback. And if if Sam Darnold comes into camp and they're like, wait a minute, we traded for this guy, but they only gave up a sixth, a fourth, and a second. Like they're not like just tied to him. They haven't given him an extension. They could say, hey, let's go, let's go give up Sam Darnold, go give up four more uh picks and just just go for it. Give like a couple of defensive starters and because if if he says if Aaron Rodgers like tells them I'm out, I'm retiring this year. What do you have to like? What what can you really do? Like you you got just literally have to call five teams on the phone and get the best deal. And I would think the Broncos would give you the best deal, but if they don't, I I could see the Panthers doing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, no, that's that is actually I've never thought of that landing spot, and that is a real. I mean, the weapons they have there, like he'd have the best weapons he's had in his career. He'd have DJ yep. Moore, newly acquired Terrace Marshall. And deep that Robbie Anderson, like basically, like the only thing you wouldn't have is that. I mean, Devontae, and C-Mac. yeah, and C Mac, yeah, I, yeah. Like, how do I forget about him? C Mac, too, like that'd be that's a really good option. The only thing about it is, we don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, like if you have a chance to take Aaron Rodgers, you go get Aaron Rodgers, but like yeah. I think it's interesting what they have in Sam Darnold because I want us, I want so badly to say that Sam Darnold's a is a terrible quarterback. I want so badly to say it, but is he a bad quarterback or was he stuck in the fucking basement? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Adam Gase just – I don't know how he got – if he gets another coaching job, I have no faith in the NFL because he's – That man sucks. He's terrible. <laughs> Let me he's say awful. it for you. <laughs> he's awful. I mean, it is – I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand what connections he has or – Eight minutes. Yeah, I, he co- he coached Peyton Manning, and people think he had something to do with Peyton Manning. So you know I, what had something yeah. to do with Peyton Manning? Peyton fucking Manning. Yeah, Adam Gase, he's gonna get another job. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be hilarious. Maybe not a head coaching job. He'll get a D coordinator. He'll get an, he'll get something. He'll get something. He'll get yeah. an office coordinator. He'll get something. They'll be like, oh yeah, he, yeah, we'll we'll pick him up. He, yeah, yeah, it's not like something will happen. Yep, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. do you think Sam Darnold's good? I don't shut your brutally, brutally. Shut your, do you think, do you think Sam Darnold's good? I don't know what's. I, I mean, the he the three years he had in New York, he had no weapons. He was mm-hmm. stuck in the basement. He's younger than he's younger than Joe Burrow. Like that's what, like, dude. It's a lot. It's a lot to say. Like he's just not good. Like. Don't get me wrong, like the film shows, like there's some like ooh in there, but there's also some there's also some decent throws. There's some decent games, like with no weapons, a bad coaching staff. He's a young quarterback, still trying to learn how to play. Cause I mean, he didn't have all the experience at USC that he could have had. So I mean, it it's interesting. And like he's got the weapons now. He's got Joe Brady as an offense coordinator, who is, I think, one of the most brilliant minds 
uh, brilliant offensive minds, like outside of Kyle Shanahan in the league and like some of those other guys, like it's, it's a really interesting situation in Carolina. Cause like they could come out this year and he come out this year and absolutely dominate and people would look like, Oh shit. Like we just, you know, it would probably change the QB landscape, like, and how we evaluate QBs and shit situations. Like, yeah, but, definitely. Um, I think, I mean, Tannehill did it. Like we that's saw what I'm saying, man. That's what like, like Tannehill, we thought Tannehill was a, was a, like, don't get me wrong. Mm. Tannehill was a bottom of the barrel kind of quarterback, and I thought he was okay. Mid-tier. I thought he yeah. was okay. We played against we played against Miami uh, while yeah. Tannehill was QB. I thought he was okay. He goes to Tennessee and he plays like above average. I still don't think that he's a great quarterback. I mean, he has these good numbers. But he has Derrick Henry to hand the ball off to. He had Corey Davis and AJ Brown that throw the ball to. I think that he was put into a great position. So we'll see if Sam Donald can replicate that. But that that's still I don't that, I don't think that that makes him a great quarterback. I think that he's just not terrible. Right. That's the thing. Like we're arguing if Sam Donald's terrible. He is getting thrown in a situation that is ideal. I think Sam Donald sucks. But <laughs> if, if if he's an average quarterback, he can he can thrive in this situation just like Tannehill did. But no, I think I think the the Carolina Panthers are going to have a top five pick in next year's draft. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it's, unless they go for Aaron Rodgers, which they need to. But yeah, yeah, I mean, dude. Um, I think that even with Aaron Rodgers coming back, what I say they'd be the best. I don't know, man. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota's defense looked pretty good last year. God dang it, they got all that they need on offense. Obviously, they don't have the best of the best of a quarterback, but who who would you take, Kirk Cousins or Ryan Tannehill? Because I would argue for Cousins. I would. Yeah. That's an interesting situation. That's an interesting <laughs> in, uh in Minnesota, too, with that quarterback situation. Because, I mean, they took Kellen Mond with, like, decent decent draft capital. Like, if Kellen Mond, like, I was listening yep. to Chris Sims' podcast, like, Chris Sims thought very highly of Kellamon, and it kind of made me because, like, I hadn't really heard his name until, like, kind of like this year. Like, I knew he was he played at Texas A and M like all four years or whatever, and he was pretty yep. pretty damn good. But like, I went back and looked at some of Kellamon's like film, and dude, he, I mean, he's kind of got he's he's raw. Don't get me wrong, he's kind of a raw prospect, yeah. but like, all the arm strength in the world, like, he's. At, he's athletic as hell like he can throw on the run I mean he can do his good is like like super high ceiling good and his lows I mean are really 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 through the floor, floor low like but um with that situation I think I'd take Cousins too over Tannehill um I don't I think Cousins just gets a lot of unnecessary hate man or, you know, not winning the primetime games or whatever. That stigma's always been out there, that he doesn't do it, you know, in the big time and things like that. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, so, and that's what I'm saying. I think why <laughs> a lot of un, undue, undue hate for that because, like, it can be it can be the primetime lights. It could be that. But, like, also, like, the team around him, you know, could be – like, Case Keenum took the damn uh, Vikings to – what the NFC championship? So like, yes. Like, 
dude that's what mm-hmm. i'm saying like it's a weird it's a weird thing and i think if that's cousins he could have done the same like if case keenan can do it you know what i'm saying it's just it's just weird circumstances right like with the vikings like i think he gets thrown into some bad situations and it get, all gets placed on him because i mean the defense is okay like last year the defense was kind of eh but the like, defense fell off last year, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you thought – I mean, with Zimmer there, you thought maybe he would, you know, piece it together. He didn't, and it is what it is. But I think Kurt gets a lot of undue hate, though. Like, I I'm, – I'm I won't say I'm a Kurt believer, but, like, I think he's good enough to do the job and take a team pretty far for, like, a deep playoff run. So, yeah, I kind of – like, it's a little – like, no one talked about it. They lost their offensive coordinator, and he became a great head coach, like, right away. Went to the Browns. So, like, that's that's a big deal. The team got off to a really slow start, and, like, it was it's a tough situation for him. Really fine. But is he more than fine, though? Like, is he an actual above-average quarterback? I don't know. Mm. I will. I like Kellen Mond. I like him a lot, and he's a winner in college. So, like, when you see a guy who's, like, oh, like, like, all right, maybe this guy's not as accurate as you want. Maybe 10 years ago you'd be like, all right, he's not going to be anything. But when you have everything else and your accuracy is an issue and then you get drafted and you can sit behind a guy like Kirk Cousins uh-huh. who's really accurate, who can read the defense really well. He's not, like, he's not crazy athletic. He doesn't have a crazy arm, but he gets it done. And if Kellen sits behind Kirk Cousins, who I think Kirk Cousins is the ideal guy to sit behind. He's the Alex Smith guy. He's the guy who's not going to be worried about the guy taking his job because he's just better right now. Mm-hmm. But he's also not like the the guy who was expected to be there 10 years. Yeah. So it's not like he's nervous about, oh, they're moving in the wrong direction. It's like, no, like they draft a third-round pick. They're going to let you play the next two years. Go for it. And maybe he plays some. But I think it's a great teacher. For a guy like Kellen Mond, and I could see Kellen Mond being the next guy, and that might not be how a bad early, thing. How early do you think the transition starts? Do you think it starts at the end of? Because obviously he's it just he's, depends on how the year goes, huh? It just depends on how the year goes. Like yeah. I think, ideally, they don't want to play him this year at all. Yeah, and yeah. ideally, they don't want to play. Don't want to play him until second half of next year. But when you have a backup quarterback that you drafted relatively early. And your team sucks. If your team's 0-3, your team's 1-5, 1-6, and the fans let you hear it, and you gotta you got to put them in. you got to see what he's got. Like, that's just kind of how it is because if you end up in a spot where you have to draft a top-five pick and it's potentially a quarterback and you have this project but you don't know what he is, you're in a weird situation, so you got to let him go. But I don't think they're going to be that bad. Like, I think they're going to be a very solid football team, and we won't see Kellen Mond. I think yeah. so as well. Um, all right, let's get into some defenses real fast. I know Kenny got some things to do. Um, let's hear about your favorite defense this year. I will say mine first, though, so nobody steals it. <laughs> I think San Francisco, they're going to be back on top, baby. Yep. Uh, they dealt with a shit ton of injuries last year. They're going to be back. They're going to be smacked. They're going to be cracking. I got San Francisco, my number one favorite defense coming into the 2021 season. Ken, do the honors. Uh, I like, I like, I kind of like Baltimore again. Baltimore is just solid, man. Like, I know that's kind of like a, 
a pretty average pick, but like Baltimore is just, man, they're just solid. Like corner wise, they always re up on defensive linemen in the draft. They'll take some African dude in the draft. Who's just <laughs> an absolute freak of nature. Who'd they take this year? Jay, was it a uh, away or was it a, uh, who'd they take? I think it was Jason. It might've been Jason away from Penn state. But, like just an absolute freak, like off the edge, just an absolute freak. Like dude's like six, four, like just huge, like it's, it's ridiculous. And I mean, like I said, the secondary, Chuck Clark, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, like that right there is three guys who are like top, you know, top 10 at their position, arguably. Like, so, I mean, I think that's, it's different. I mean, Patrick Queen, this, I mean, didn't have the best year last year. Like, don't get me wrong. He, he got a bunch of tackles, but like, he kind of looked lost at times in coverage, you know, run fills um shooting gaps things like that like he kind of looked lost but linebackers take time to develop in this league like not everyone's everyone's not going to be you know who is it uh Dion Bush on uh the uh Steelers not everyone's going to be him off the rip um so I think I think they they are interesting like I really do I think they've got I think they're top five in defense once again this year and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch I think so Okay, if I had to say, like, my my most improved offense and, I mean, defense and who I think is going to be up there, I think it's the Browns. The Browns signed Hell just yeah. – like, they basically – yeah. basically basically had a solid – they had a solid defense. Like, their defense wasn't special, but it was solid. Yep. They bring in, like – they bring in edge rusher after edge rusher. They already have Miles Garrett. And the only real weakness was their secondary. So, what do they do? They go sign two of the best secondaries defense in the Rams. They signed two of them. Yep. So, like, you're like, all right, cool. And you already had you already had young corners. Like, you're like, all right, maybe a couple projects. You bring in two great starters, and it's like, all right. Like, yeah. we, they might Williams, be on to something. Greedy Williams still has not, like, really played. Like, he – That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And we don't really know what he is. Like, he played what? How? I don't even know how many games he played. The, over the past what year or two, but he Not really hasn't played that much, so we don't. He's kind of a project, but he could turn out to be something. John Johnson's absolutely a stud. Troy Hill stud. Um, Denzel Ward stud. Like it's yeah, it's different over there. It's different with the they, Browns. They got something going on, and then I, I just 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 a little bias coming in. Oh God, the Indianapolis Colts are gonna have a fucking great defense. The Indianapolis Colts, we're like every the last two years we've been like top ten, top eight, just like consistently. Our pass rush stinks. What do we do? We draft the number one pass rusher with our first pick. Quiddy Pay falls to twenty one. This dude's story is absolutely insane. Like, just go look it up. Insane, going through some shit. Yep. That dude is a fucking beast. We draft another guy. He's going to miss most of the year. But, I mean, like, they they just said, hey, we're going to keep it going. Like, bring in another guy to help DeForest Buckner. And uh-huh. the defense gets better every year. We're getting younger on defense. We're actually going to have, like, a real a real football team this year. And I, I'm excited because the only – like, the only reason we lost that, build, that Bills game, which we almost won, uh-huh. was because – Josh Allen was able to sit in the pocket for too damn long and make some crazy shit happen. And if we stop that, that's the only problem with defense because 
You can have the best corners. It doesn't matter how good your corners are. You cannot guard NFL receivers for more than like six seconds. Like that's it. That is max, and you're done. You got to get pressure on. That's the most. That's like the most important part of a defense. I think we benefit on that. Yep. Um, honorable mention. I'm gonna say the Chargers. Uh, I think that Asante Samuel pick, who is basically a clone of his father. Um, man. You know, I was about to say, Gabe, you know, all of <laughs> Asante said that man, was, I mean, one of the most underrated ever. Like, he was so dope. That man, the instincts through the roof, speed, like everything, like not crazy off the charts measurables, about 5'10, 5'11 guy. Like, but he's he's a carbon copy of his dad, dude. And playing in that zone scheme for the Chargers, they get Derwin James back, they've gotten to see her Adderley. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. on the other side. They got Bosa, Melvin Ingram. I'm pretty sure is going to leave in free agency, but uh, I mean they can re up with somebody else. But I think dude, everywhere across the board, Kenneth Murray, like um, guy they drafted out of Oklahoma, what a year year or two ago. Um, he's coming off not the best year, but like I said, those rookie linebackers are a weird thing, man. Like linebacker in general is just a weird position now because they're asking they're asking to do some them to do so much like they got to cover slots they got to cover uh you know backs out quick backs out the backfield you know they got to fill holes they got to drop in the zones like it's a it's a hard time to be a linebacker in the nfl man so good like but you know he could have a rebound year and uh come out and be pretty pretty decent so it's it's yeah it's uh it's looking good for and especially with that offense, too. I mean, it's looking good for the Chargers. Like, they're a team to watch, so. Y'all chose the wrong honorable mention. The real honorable mention is the mother effing New England Patriots. We oh, back, God. baby. Oh, we geez. back. We get guys back from COVID. My boy Dante Hightower is going to be back. Resign Kyle Van Noy. Winning guy, Mad Dude. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, our secondary. Our secondary was really good last year. Stephon Gilmore. As well as uh, Jackson, yep. dude, we're gonna we're gonna be tight, and of course McCordy in the back. Yep. we we gonna be tight, and I can't wait. We'll just see if the offense can come along with it, because I know Bill gonna have our defensive boys lined up and ready. So I can't wait for this season. Top yep. two in the AFC East, don't add me. Yeah, do y'all think y'all think you're gonna trade Gilmore? Dude, we were talking about it. Um, because we were competing for Super Bowls and then not so much. But then we got Cam. He played all right last year. If he, I don't know, Here's man. Do. It, it depends on what Gilmore wants. I think Here's that what if Gilmore, what? Need a weapon. Need a weapon. You don't need yeah. a star corner. Go trade Stephon Gilmore for Julio Jones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, because who do you really have? I'll take it. <laughs> you got a couple projects on the outside. Like, you got Kendrick Bourne, who was a number three for, you know, uh, San Francisco, who really didn't have a heavy passing game. Um, you got Nelson Aguilar, who they signed, who had, a, I mean, a damn good year in, <laughs> in uh, Las, her, yeah, Las Vegas. Like yeah. he was the deep. Dude, we still up. got Jacoby Myers as our third guy. So yeah, Jacoby. Yeah. No, Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby Myers might he might still be your one, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Kendrick Bourne wasn't shit because Kendrick Bourne wasn't shit. Apparently, Nikhil no. Harry's in trade talks too. I mean, he's not good. He, he should be. That mother. He's, he's, God dang it, Nikhil. I thought he, he thought was, was going to be this shit, man. Dude. Um, oh my God. I literally, I literally told, like, we were at, we were in Atlanta. And like uh, Gabe's freaking out. He's like, "Dude, we're losing Gronk. What are we gonna do?" I'm like, "Bro, you got Nikhil Harry. You're gonna have a stud right there." Oh, and he was like, "He was like, okay, like you really believe in that?" Like, yeah. And like a year later, I'm like, uh, like, <laughs> so, like, I didn't say that. Like, I don't, I don't know where that came. That man from. can only catch a screen and take it for three yards, and that's the extent oh, of his God. of his talent. But uh, no, that I mean, a one for one trade, Stefan for Julio, and maybe like a. I don't know, like a fifth or sixth rounder. Like I, I think that's, I think that's decent. Like you can't really man. argue with that one. Like I would hate to give up Gilmore, man. Like to, to get a weapon would be awesome. It would be, but man, Gilmore is still one of the best cornerbacks in the league. You can go out and find um, a young, a young guy or someone yeah. in free agency who's you know maybe an up and coming. Because I think JC can be a one. I, I really like he's not as good as Gilmore. Oh, yeah. But I think JC can be a one. So yeah. just depends on what you want to spend um, and, you know, what you're, what you're kind of receiving. But, I mean, I, I don't hate that, Zach. I don't hate that, uh, that Julio kind of one-for-one trade. No. So. I mean, because if, if they're – if they, they truly think Cam was, like – unappreciated last year and just had bad luck, got COVID, didn't have a good start. If they believe in it, they just paid all this money. Like they give out, they give Jonu Smith money, they give Hunter Henry money. Like you don't give Hunter Henry money because you think your team's going to be good in three years. Like you're, you're trying to do something at that point. And it, it's, it's really hard without receivers. So yeah. go for it. And you could, I like Kennedy said, you can get more than just Julio Jones for Gilmore, in, in my opinion, because I think the Atlanta Falcons are like Julio's going to be eventually gone and their defense stinks. So, like, they, they would love to have, like, start the defense off with a guy like Gilmore. Right. So, yeah, if you, you get a draft pick or even a young, a young corner, just if something, you get something AJ extra. Terrell out of that deal, if you get AJ Terrell out of that deal or, uh, I mean, even Kendall Sheffield isn't great, but like he's serviceable for a year. Um, if you, but if you can get AJ Terrell and Julio Jones for, for Stephon Gilmore on like a fifth round pick, I, I think both teams win that because you, I mean the Falcons get their get their alpha number one corner to lock people down. That opens up a whole new defense for them, and the Patriots get you know a serviceable young corner who can you know got the tools to be, you know, good enough to hang with number twos when J.C. Jackson hangs with the ones. And you get Julio Jones, who's – don't get me wrong, granted, he's 30, what, 31, 32? But, like, yeah. he's still special. Like, it's still Julio Jones. Like, he's Julio Jones, baby. Yeah, he's still Julio <laughs> Jones. Like, Calvin really is still there for the Falcons, too. And um, and now they have Kyle Pitt. So, you know, they've got, they've got weapons. They've got uh, Russell Gage as well. So they've got decent weapons. It's just like it's. I think it's a fair trade if they if that happens. So no, I'm with that. Yeah. All right, Ken. Do you have anything else to say to the people? Anything to promote? Any shout outs? Bruh, I just appreciate y'all having me on, man. <coughs> it was fun. Uh, we got to do this right more. Just, 
it was a good time talking to y'all. I, I'm a big, big football guy, big NFL guy. I don't really watch college, so it was fun as hell talking about. It. Next time we'll have to talk like NBA or something like that. I got to get back caught up on my NBA stuff. So I don't wait tonight. Give me your picks. All right, uh, LA facing the Warriors and the Grizzlies facing the Spurs. What you got? Talk to me. Uh, Tell me I'm something gonna, good. I'm gonna go. I think. I think Steph. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I think Steph gets Braun. And I, I think I think the Grizz beat the Spurs by a hair. But uh, yeah, I think I think Steph gets Braun tonight. I do. I think he gets. Uh, I think he has one of those. I think he goes for. I think Steph goes for fifty or sixty tonight. It's one of those nights. I think it's one of those nights for Steph. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Zach, Let's go. Shut your ass up, Zach. Zach over here saying. Kalen Horton Tucker is going to outscore Steph Curry. <laughs> this way. This way. The cap. I'm going to take it to my grave. Oh, God. How much – Uh, how many do y'all think LeBron goes for? 30 piece. They can't stop him or AD. 30 piece. I think, I, I think I think LeBron, LeBron and AD both drop 30. I think Steph drops 55 and Wiggins goes nuts and <laughs> Wiggins goes for for 30. We'll see. I hope you're fucking right, Ken. I'm I, telling I, you, I hope that you are right. I, I it's love, not that I hate the Lakers or anything. I don't. I just don't want to see them face. The Suns in the first round. I'd rather see Warriors Suns and then let the Lakers defeat the Jazz. It'll be okay. That'll be even though I've been hyping up the Jazz all year, bro. But I take that sacrifice. Man. I want to see. Say, I want to see. I'd the win Suns a bet. Play them. I'd win a bet if they if we if the Lakers play the Jazz because we will beat the Jazz and I'll I'll take some Isaac's money on that. So I said I said like halfway through the year I was like the Jazz they're gonna be the one seed but they're gonna lose first round so. That'd be nice. So let's go. We both rooting for the Lakers to lose. But tonight, no, I'd, let's I'd, do it for the I'd greater rather, good. For the I'd greater good, the, Zach. Rather play the Suns than and then have like the Trailblazers or the Nuggets. Yeah, nah, come on. Yeah. Let's yeah. win tonight. I don't. I don't do not want my season to come down to one night. Yeah. One night we got to win. I don't care who it is. Hey, like, bro, is he clutch? Is, there, is he cold? Is, is he one of the goats? Is he is or he, is he not? I was about to the say, ball. is he? Is well, he? I, I mean. This is this is this, you're talking to a Kobe fan, so who knows? AD, yeah. <laughs> um, but is there any chance the Suns beat the Spurs? I mean, the not the Suns, the Spurs beat the Grizzlies tonight. Um, there is a chance. I think that Demar Derozan is the best scorer on that on that floor. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. A chance. Um, yeah. Do they want to win though? Um, unfortunately, yes. I think Popovich is a competitive man, and they're already there. So why the fuck not? You know? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. I think they could. I think they could definitely win because John Morant. I love the dude. Great player, but he's not a go-to scorer at the end of a game. And DeRozan is. Yep. And DeRozan's a great facilitator. And yeah, they haven't been like crazy trying this year, but like you said, they're in it. So why not win it? Yeah, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Indeed. All right, boys. Well, uh, you guys, thanks for listening. Ken, thank you for coming on. 
Um, you can check us out on Twitter at GZ Cash. Check us out on YouTube at the Gas Cast. Um, and thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all. Peace out. <laughs>